What is up, everybody? Matt Swifty Perry here with the Leader Swift Podcast. I'm really excited for today's podcast interview. Today, we are talking to Brian Dodd. Brian is just a legend when it comes to leadership. He has his own website where he's producing tons of leadership content, and he actually works for Enjoy and and was mentored by one of the best uh, leaders on the planet, John Maxwell. So he brings us some great insight from from inside the inner circle of John Maxwell and, and talks to us tons about leadership. It, it's a really great episode. If you love this episode, go ahead and share it with a friend today. Go, go send it in a text message. Go post about it. Uh, I believe this is an incredible, incredible episode. And also, if you can, go ahead and leave a five-star review. Whatever platform you're listening to, leave a five-star review and go ahead and, and, and type a message. This just helps us to be more discoverable with people. We want people uh, to grow as leaders and people who've never heard of this podcast before. That helps us to reach them. So thank you guys so much for the support, and we're going to jump straight into our episode with Brian Dodd. What is up, everybody? I am here with Brian Dodd. How are you today, Brian? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great, Matt. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. It's pretty hot in Arizona. How is it over there in Atlanta? Well, it is called Hot Lana for a reason. And uh, so, yeah, today we're just experiencing a traditional July day with about 90 to 95 degree temperatures with about 95 to 100% humidity. So, uh, yeah, welcome welcome to Georgia in the summertime. <laughs> Sounds like a day to stay inside to me. Yes, definitely, definitely is, so. Uh, Brian, tell us a little bit about your leadership journey. I know we've connected a few times on, on social media, but I, I think there's a lot of leaders who might not know about you. Go ahead and tell them a little bit about your leadership journey. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, I started my, my, my career kind of, kind of like you, I cut my teeth as a youth minister and, uh, you know, so I came up through the ranks that way. And I was also uh, spent some time bivocational. So I was working in call centers, learning how to talk to people, you know, doing inside sales, that type of thing, uh, while also uh, serving at my church in that capacity. And so as I began to grow older and got married, uh, John Maxwell became my spiritual hero. And so when John moved his corporate offices from San Diego to Atlanta, it was always my dream to get to work for Dr. Maxwell. And so in August of 2002, uh, I was able to do that. So since August of 2002, through an organization called Enjoy Stewardship Solutions, which helps churches increase weekly giving, raise significant capital, build cultures of generosity, and also do leadership development, I've been there the last 18 years, and out of that process has also sprung a fact that I, I run a leadership website called brian.owleadership.com, and uh, like I said, I'm active on social media like you are. I had the privilege of speaking at numerous conferences and also authored two books, but all of that began as a bivocational youth minister in the late 80s, and God's just been very good over the last several decades. Praise the Lord, I've got a godly wife who kept me on track as well. Her name is Sonia, and so that kind of catches your readers up to where I am today. 
That is awesome. And there's a lot of people who say John Maxwell is their kind of mentor, right? Um, I've I've only gotten to interact with him a, a few times in person, but you actually got to know John Maxwell, right? Yes. Um, you know, I, I love John Maxwell. Here's, here's the greatest compliment I can give John Maxwell. And many of your readers will understand what I'm about to say. John Maxwell was my spiritual hero before I went to work at Enjoy Stewardship. Now, John sold our, our company in 2008. John Maxwell is still my spiritual hero. So a lot of times when you meet somebody famous or somebody you've really looked up to, the, the actual person does not match the reputation. And that, and that can create a sense of disillusionment or even bitterness or cynicism. And for me, it's just been the exact opposite. I mean, I, I think more highly of him today than I did when I first started working for the organization he founded 18 years ago. That is so good. And and this is the last John Maxwell question. I could talk about yeah, John all day. Sure. Uh, but what is your favorite John Maxwell book? If you can only pick one of his books to read, which one would it be? Yeah, that's actually probably going to be the toughest question you ask me. <laughs> obviously, the obviously the twenty-one irrefutable laws of leadership may be the greatest leadership book other than the Bible ever written. I mean, really, there doesn't need to be another leadership book. All and I've written two of them. All leadership books have kind of come tentacles off that off that one book. Uh, but that would probably, if you said, "Look, you only get to read one," that would be the one. Now, I'm going to expand your question. 17 Laws of Teamwork is unbelievable. Uh, You know, thinking for a change, the difference between successful successful and unsuccessful people is how they think. That would be one I would recommend. And his latest book, The Leader's Greatest Return, is one of the top 10 leadership books of any genre I've ever read. Wow. And it's about leaving a legacy that when you do all the things that a leader does and you eventually begin to see what's your legacy and how has God really used you over your lifetime, that's what The Leader's Greatest Return is about. It's one of the 10 best leadership books I've ever read. That's Yeah, most people will say 21 Irrefutable Laws. I think that that's his best-selling for sure. Um, but I my favorite John Maxwell book that I have every single person read is – uh, developing the leader within you. Um, he released oh, sure. the 2.0. Yes. That is my all-time favorite leadership book uh, because I, I think it's so important. The way that you lead yourself is going to dictate how you lead other people. If you can't lead yourself well, that's kind of how this podcast developed to help people lead yeah. themselves well. If you can't lead yourself well, you can't lead anybody else. And so that book I read probably once a year, every January. And it just reminds me and helps me to lead myself well. Well, and here's the here's the interesting overarching principle that I take from that book. And it's more of a macro viewpoint. Developing the Leader Within You 1.0 was the second John Maxwell book I ever read. This was back in the 80s. John updates it 30 years later. 80% of the book is different. And the reason for that is John's not the same leader he was in the 80s. And because of his commitment to personal growth, 
much of that book is outdated because John's outgrown that. And it's kind of interesting as leaders, we should always utilize that principle, developing the leader one within you 1.0 and then 2.0. It's kind of a template for our lives. We should always be looking at things. You know, we should always be personally growing, always learning, always developing. You know, if, if we're leading the same today that we were 10 years ago, we're probably 10 years behind, you know, and that's kind of the macro lesson I take from, from that, from those two books kind of put together. That is so good. I love that. But, but real quick for the leader that is there, you have just so much wisdom within yourself. Uh, what is one leadership principle that you would just, if there's a room full of leaders, you would tell them this is how to lead better today. Okay. So if I get asked the question, Brian, I can only do one thing today. You know, I'm going into work. I'm going into my church. I'm headed to my athletic team or my nonprofit. I can only do one thing. There's all, there's 21 laws. There's 17 laws of teamwork, 21 ways to win with people. I've got 10 enduring practices of the two minute or, or excuse me, of the apex leader. I mean, you've got to pick one. Here's what I would tell every leader. I'd say, understand the difference between leader development and leadership development. And here's what I mean by that. Leadership development is what most people think of. That's developing the skills, talents, and abilities to accomplish a task or assignment given to you by God. Okay, I'll say it again. Leadership development is developing the skills, talents, or abilities to accomplish a task or assignment given to you by God. So when you think of leadership development, that's what most people think of. That's reading books, listening to podcasts, going to conferences, getting a mentor, being trained, okay? All of that is leadership development. But there's also leader development. And leader development is becoming the type of person that God can use to accomplish and a task or assignment given to you by him. And here's the mistake most leaders make. They spend all of their time working on leadership development, developing the skills, talents, and abilities, and neglecting becoming the type of person that God could use to implement those. And what, and what happens, and we've seen it in athletics, we've seen it in ministry, we've seen it in politics, We've seen it in entertainment. Ultimately, if you do that for an extended period of time, your skills, talents, and abilities will take you to a place your character cannot sustain you. So here's what I would tell every leader. I want you to be in this leadership race for the long haul. I want you to be in it for 10, 20, 30 years. The only way that that's going to happen is today you focus and give as much attention to leader development as you do leadership development. And what that'll mean is not only will you be a short-term success because you've got the skills, talents, and abilities, but you'll have sustainable success because you'll be the type of person that God can use for an extended period of time. That would be the one piece of advice that I would give to every leader if I could only give one piece of advice. That is so good. What is a practical way um, I know we're, we're coming up on our time, but what is a practical way a leader right now can work on their leader development, their character development? I love what Kerry Newhoff says, and he says, focus more on your character than your competency. Yeah. 
uh, I'm going to make this real simple because genius is making the complicated simple, not the simple complicated. You have a largely Christian audience, so this will resonate very well. Every day, wake up early, 30-minute minimum quiet time, time in which you're studying God's Word, studying the Bible, and praying and listening to God. And you want to do that because I've heard people, and I'm 54, so I'm starting to get a little wear on my tires, okay? So I've heard people say, well, I think better at night and things like that. I've just kind of reached the point in my life that I'm just like, no, you just don't want to get up in the morning, okay? So you want to get up early in the morning. By the way, all successful people, regardless of their faith system, are all early risers. You know, that's kind of one universal thing. Be an early riser, but spend that initial time of your day in prayer and Bible study, because here's what that will do. That will frame your belief system, your biblical worldview, and your attitude for the entire day. It'll also frame and prioritize the things that are going to come up in the course of a day. So one simple thing that anybody can do that has major impact is start each day with a quiet time with God. That's so good. That is such a great reminder to you, even for those people who are like, yeah, I do it. Quarantine has messed that up for a lot of people, right? I used to be a 5 a.m. every morning, um, had this very good morning routine, and then when you got to work from home and quarantine happened, you kind of can use that as an excuse. Um, and so even what you said right there was just such a great reminder to me. Yeah. Well, you know, um, a lot of things in this world from a success perspective there's that book that was written everything i needed to know about life i learned in kindergarten and uh having a having a christian having a quiet time is christian kindergarten you know it's one of those things that you learn first thing but if you remain and keep that discipline uh sustained obedience over a long period of time just yields incredible fruit in a leader's life and that's how you want to start out every day Wow, Brian, that is so good. Uh, if a leader wants to know a little bit more about you, where can they find you at on social media? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, obviously, uh, my website, brian.ownleadership.com, would be the place I, I would recommend going. I, I usually do about five or six posts a week. Uh, Twitter will be at Brian K. Dodd, and Brian is spelled with an I, B-R-I-A-N. And uh, Instagram is Brian.OnLeadership, and uh, also on Facebook as well. And any of those platforms, uh, I'd love for your leaders to re or your uh, listeners to reach out, and I'd love to just interact with them, get to know them, hear their story, and serve them any way I possibly can. Awesome, and we will link all of that in the show notes as well. Brian, thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us today. Hey, I tell you what, Matt, it's been an absolute honor and a pleasure. And uh, if I can ever serve you personally or your leaders in any way, I know I just said it. I'll say it again. Just let me know. And it's just been a joy to uh, invest in your audience. All right. Thank you so much, Brian. Thank you.